turn the mics up. I, I could turn the mics down and just let the music play, but I bring our mics up for this. I think it's I think it'd be bad like if it was Welcome to Slash Unites. Slash Unites. Where we slip into something comfortable, maybe nothing at all. Ooh. And we invite you to get frisky <laughs> with us. Take out a little tickler. Yep. And it's okay to touch yourself at Slash U Nights. Slash U Nights. Welcome to Slash U. Hey, just kidding. What's Slash U? We're back for another beefy episode here of your favorite a campy, slashy horror movie podcast. This one's definitely campy. I'm Andy. I am Nick. And for those of you who might be new, welcome aboard. We are a podcast that looks at these cheesy, campy, sometimes forgotten slasher movies. We used, used to stick to 1977 and 1988. We've done Slash You Extra Credit this week and other weeks past where we get more modern times. There you go. And that's what we're doing this week. This movie yeah. could have been made in the 80s. It could have. Uh, I mean, I'm it, glad it wasn't because <laughs> of the special effects. Well, so. that said, I mean, the director's no CGI in this. No, there was none. Was this is all special like effects, practical effects. Pra- there you Good go. Good stuff. And it's definitely an ode. It's a love letter to eighty slasher movies. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. Sure. Because what are we talking about this week, Mister Andy? We're talking about the movie Hatchet. Hatchet from two thousand six. One hour twenty three minutes. Hatchet, the first part of a three part series. Yeah. Um. By the way, this is episode seventy. Oh, happy 70! Do anything on our every 10. We don't really. I mean, 70s. It's nice, but we hit another, you know, milestone. I could do this podcast topless. I, yeah. Every <laughs> every 10 episodes, Nick goes topless. Uh, that's maybe, why we need a YouTube channel yeah, or OnlyFans. Yeah, that's true. Or both. Um, yes, I agree. <laughs> but yes, directed by Adam Green. Yep, yep. Uh, this is one of three. And then there's a fourth movie called Victor Crowley, which 2017. takes place. Yeah, it takes place 2017. So are we going to do all these, you think? Oh, we're doing, we're doing two and three after this. Like, yeah. that's what, like Stay tuned because next week, uh, kids, students, yeah. we're doing uh, Hatchet 2 and then we'll get to that, Hatchet 3. We'll check out Crowley and you know see yeah. what 2017 leads, but we're definitely doing the three-part series. I really liked this movie. We are going, as Andy said, extra credit. It was a good movie. Um, it's tr- it's full of tropes. Yeah. Um, it's easy to follow. <laughs> it's Again, still really good. If you're not a slasher fan, I'd even say if... You know, even if you like horrors, you're not really just like this. Isn't for you. This yeah. is something where if you're like, I like, well, I like, I have a subscription at Fangoria, yeah. and I like Nine Inch Nails. You're gonna fucking love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, if you like cheesy campy slashers, this is for you. If I you agree. might have been called goth back in the day, yeah. you're gonna love this movie, Andy. It's full of actors in this yes. one. Yes. Uh, I mean, we've got uh, Robert England who starts off uh, the Freddy first scene. Kruger himself. Yeah, is we in got this movie. the Candyman. Uh, it was Tony Taylor. I, don't, I have it written down somewhere, but uh, yeah. he is uh, the Candyman. He just has a, a small part in it as well. Oh, um, right, right. Is, yeah, is Tony that Todd. Tony Reverend, Todd, Reverend Zombie. Is Reverend Zombie is yeah. his name. And yeah. then, uh, of course, our main star uh, is Ben. Ben, uh, Joel David Moore, who I loved. Tons of stuff. Dodgeball. He kind of plays the nerd in the Dodgeball. That's right. You know, kind of falls in love. And he's also, his greatest role, in my opinion, Grandma's Boy, JP. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, We are going to spoil the whole movie. Oh, yeah. We're not professionals. so. 
We are in a basement. We are in Nick's on a basement. Beautiful day here in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Drinking a beer and uh, talking about Hatchet. We're doing this for you. Dude. We want to get through We're this. We're doing it for you. I want to get through this one fast because this is our first really nice day in a long uh, time. Well, yeah, that's and I'd bad. love to get I, out I and just, enjoy the weather. I'm really stoked on talking about some of these actors too. I don't want to uh, remember uh, who plays Ben's best friend, Marcus. Marcus. Uh, was, uh, if you're my age, you might remember a show called The Cosby Show. He was uh, yes. Rudy, he was Rudy's boyfriend. Kenny. Yeah, he was also in uh, Not Another Scary Teen Movie, the the stereotypical yep. black trope. Yep. I'm supposed to say stuff like whack, and damn. You're right. Yeah. Yep, he was that guy, and, and he, he was, was in Scream 3. Scream 3? Yeah. Yep. And uh, Kane Hodder, Jason Voorhees, uh, extraordinaire. Some would argue probably the best Jason Voorhees. In uh, my favorite one, I don't know why it's my favorite, but uh, Part 8, Takes Manhattan, Kane Hodder plays right. Jason. He's in this movie as well. Yes, uh, he was actually the one of the... Producers and behind this, um, and Joel Murray, who's uh, plays Doug Shapiro, Mad Men. That dude's been in a ton of stuff too. Yeah, yeah but most people remember him from Mad Men, and then uh, Richard Rahel. He was um, uh, jumped to conclusions. Office Space. Right. He's. Uh... I'm so sorry to keep going off on all <laughs> these, okay. but there's a lot of names. In I here. told you before we hit record, Joel or Richard Rahel. Yeah. Um, was a, a native to Metomonee Falls, Wisconsin. Born right here, one of the Milwaukee suburbs. One of the Milwaukee suburbs. He's so. a Wisconsin boy. He's also been in Casino, Deuce Bigelow. Like you said, Office Space. That guy's been a lot he, of stuff. His IMDb reads like a... God, I need to think of better analogies. I know, me too. I couldn't help it you reads out there, like, sorry. It reads like a Doomsdayer's uh, can count. <laughs> That's so obscure. <laughs> A, a prepper's can count. Well, they, don't they usually have a lot of cans? The guy's been in a lot of movies, is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's kind of what we're getting at, right? Yeah. All right, um, but so. I mistook him. I told you this, too. I mistook yeah. Richard Rehill for Bill Murray's brother, the dude, from, the mayor from Groundhog Day. Sure. Different actor, different he, guy. They do, they do, very, they do look yeah, similar. They look similar. I, I, they sound similar. There is so. really nothing to this movie. I just want to go and get that out before we go into, um, we dive in. I, I don't think there's, it's very simple. Uh, before we even get into Andy's Cliff Notes, um, I just thought when Andy uh, arrived today, I was like, this is probably going to be one of the, I, I just, it's it's really just what it is. People get lost. And, and someone psycho, kills them. And yeah. there's a backstory. It's great. Very similar a lot, I think, to, you know, again, we, it speaks a lot to the Friday 13th franchise, yeah. you know, where it's like, I love mommy, but he loved daddy. So it's a fond slasher. <laughs> it's definitely a love story, a love note to the 80s. Andy, this movie is like... What? <laughs> I think this movie is like if someone, like in the mid-90s, was getting just fucking high on cocaine. Okay. And uh, they decided to write a movie. And they they wrote this movie so fucking, you know, geeked up on cocaine. And then they went to rehab. Uh-huh. And they got sober and everything's rad. They forgot about the screenplay. So then like a few years later in the early 2000s, they picked it up. And they were like, And Whoa. they read it. And then they found out they just inherited a corn syrup factory from their fucking grandfather. Yep. So there's all the free blood and the script's already there. So that's what this movie is like. Okay, great. At, for a second, I was like, why a corn syrup factory? But now I get it. The free blood. Free blood. It makes sense. And yes. So the person was in like all coked up when they wrote it. Yeah, then they went, then they got and sober. They, then they got sober, and then we're, they came back and found it, and we're like, holy shit, I wrote this when I was all coked up. <laughs> yeah, and I, my, my and grandpa... I just got this corn syrup factory. <laughs> Let's make this movie. Because yeah. there is a lot of fucking blood. There are, blood. is a lot of blood. And now, now, yeah, let's do now, this. Andy's, Andy's, clip, clip, kill, no. 
toads, 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 toads. Brought to you by Peanut. If you want a snack, grab a peanut. Or if you want to see a comical reaction with a elephant and a peanut, watch a cartoon. And now, what? I don't know, Andy, he's Cliff Kill. No. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. And peanuts. thank you, Peanuts. <laughs> The Cliff Kill Notes, just a brief summary of the movie so you understand what we're talking about. But please go watch it. It's available on Tubi. This one's awesome. Tubi! It's Mardi Gras, and Ben, uh, Marcus, and their friends are partying hard on Bourbon Street. But Ben recently got dumped. Womp womp. So he, yeah, he isn't too excited to party, which is weird because there's boobs everywhere. Boobs and boobs. So Ben convinces his friend Marcus to go on a haunted swamp cruise with him and, of course, a group of tourists also going on the cruise. Unfortunately, the swamp is haunted by Victor Crowley, a deformed and deranged killer who loves wielding a hatchet and hates people being in his swamp. That's the setup. Holy shit, my... It's not the ice cubes that are pressing against my nipples right now that are making them hard. It was just those Cliff Gill notes. That was great. Loves the hatchet, hates people. Victor no, Crowley. No, that was... I, I thought you were going to be like this. Yeah, yeah, it's some crazy dude in the swamps and people die. Right. Well, that's essentially what it is. I know, but you really made it more poetic. I wanted to make it like if Victor Crowley was running for Senate, you know, and he could say, I love a hatchet. I hate people in my swamp. Victor Crowley and I prove this message. That is the truth. He is angry. He is scared. He is Victor Crowley. And he lives. He lives, yeah. (laughs) So it's a classic uh, opening before we get to the credits. This movie tries to be funny, too. Oh, it's definitely got comic relief. Yeah, I like it. It, there's a couple things that work for it, but then sometimes I'm like, before we really dive into this, the opening scene, this movie does have some dragging moments where I wrote in my notes, hey, this movie could have been a short. A little shorter. This, even well, the opening. What did we say? It's an hour 33. So. Hour 23. It's an hour 23. Oh, it is? I double checked, like, I triple checked. I mean, yeah. it's an hour 23 minutes. Okay. This movie could have been, this movie could have been, you know, 30 minutes. Well, not 30 minutes, but. But we, it's <laughs> exterior, night, opening yeah. shot, yeah. son and father, fish on a boat. Freddy Krueger and Freddy his Krueger son. Freddy Krueger and his son. <laughs> hey, now, are they catfishing or gatoring? They're gator hunting. They're gator hunting. Yeah, Samson and Ainsley are yep. the characters. Um, Samson is uh, played by Robert Englund. Yep. And Ainsley is some other actor. Uh, yeah, good call. <laughs> don't know, don't care. But they are hunting gators. Is this um, poaching? I mean, I don't know. Is it legal? I don't know enough about New Orleans. Just I down think Louisiana. that it's so deep down in the swamps at yeah. night, no one's really going to... And gators are so prolific that they're okay to hunt, I guess. I mean, I know people hunt gators and they eat gator yeah. meat. Yeah, yeah. Goat. yeah, but I, I just kind of think you're really not going to find any game wardens out there at night in the back swamp. So well, they live... Hey, they don't play by the rules in the true. swamps. They don't. They yeah. don't play by the or rules. they feel like they can do it because they pay their taxes. There you, you know, go. They want... Um, but Ainsley, they're gatoring, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, and Ainsley has to pee. Yeah. So Samson's like, you know, we'll piss off the side of the boat. Yeah, and he's like, but it's cold. Ansley is kind of like the dad, the son that the dad didn't want. Like, he's like, you queer? Like, he calls him queer. And yeah, it's like, yeah. And he's like, you want me to be more like my sister? They have a, he has a sister. Right. And it's like, he, he, so yeah, he's peeing off the boat, and then the gator almost comes up and chops it's, off his balls. Startles him. Yeah. yeah, but then he's like, I still got to finish peeing. I, I, I've i seen it that before. Make any sense. It's, it's the stupidest trope. Like, <laughs> like I would have relieved all over myself, like, and I'd have been fine. I was in a boat in the dark. I mean, I dissect it for, for 10 seconds. You're pissing in the water, yes. a gator lunges up at you, and you stop peeing. 
Well, oh, you get I would, scared. I would continue. Yes. Yeah. It would be all over me. I would probably more. Probably, and probably some stool. Probably some feces. I would poop. Yeah. Probably a little poop would come out if a 12-foot gator is lunging at your nutsack. But Ainsley somehow cuts it off and then says, we got to go to shore because yeah. I need to I need to finish peeing. You know, so I was like, okay, here we go. So then uh, he goes to take a piss and, you know, he hears right. ruckus going off in uh, the boat. Dad, did you get that 12-foot gator? Did yeah. you get her? Right. And uh, Samson's getting killed off screen is what's happening. Yeah, totally getting killed off screen. And so as uh, Ansley makes his way back to the boat. A gruesome figure just (laughs) storms out of the woods and tears off Ainsley's arm, (laughs) rips out his spine, uh, tears him in half. Like there's a, a, a way, like someone took a bucket of blood and splashed it on a tree trunk. I wrote that. Like yeah. someone, Adam Green went, okay, we ready? Action. Yeah. Okay, Phil, with the bucket. Yeah. That's Splash the, the blood. Dude, I mean, it really is like that right. is a five gallon bucket of blood. Ainsley, Ainsley screaming, of course, you know, please guys. Uh, and he's dead. And that's our cold open. <laughs> cold open, violent as fuck. And I was like. If this is setting the tone for all the kills, I'm in. Let's do this. This, this is gonna be great. Yeah, this is like dick shot kill capital right here. Holy smokes, I agree. Dick shot kill. Like Mutilator, that would have been full of great kills, except the first one didn't they couldn't get that one to work. But uh go back and listen to our Mutilator episode. It is Oh right. That's a great that's I mean that's eighties too. That's, that's in the eighties. Yeah, this is two thousand six. So I still think those kills are rad for what they were doing. You know, yep. they were groundbreaking. I there, agree. There you go, Mutilator. But uh, I want to talk about this too. The opening credits I thought were really rad. Here's why: huh. they, they they go from the swamp, and it's like they're going through the water. Oh, sure. Fish, fucking rad, 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 and and it's kind of like going through a tube. I noticed this on my second watch. You mean the the words, yeah. the, the animation of the words? Yeah, the, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, as the credits are coming up, starring, mm-hmm. casting, blah, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Like it's it's almost like a reverse order because that you water is cinephile. It's going. Back and guess what? And as it ends, it pops up to a sewer and comes out of a manhole. And guess where they are? They're, they're on Bourbon Street. They're on Bourbon Street. And everybody's dressed in clowning, clowning yeah. around beads. We get to see some booby boobies. We always booby boobies. Here at Slash U, we like to say we like the blood, the beers, the boobs, and the, the drugs, body parts. Body parts. Add beads this week. Beads. There they are. Beads. are. It, is, it is Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. The party is going. Ben is with his boys, like Andy said in the Cliff Kill notes. Uh, he's kind of bummed out about his uh, breakup with a girl named Christine. Yeah. This is where we get to see Adam Green, who is our writer and director, make a cameo as mm-hmm. one of Ben's friends. He's wearing the marijuana beads. And, uh, you know, I think he has one line, like, like, why, you want to go back to the hotel room just to talk about Beth? And he's like, Christine? Yeah, she broke so, up with me. And Ben has a line here, too. He's talking to his buddies. like, haven't you guys seen enough boobs? Yeah, they, and they all just look at him like, that's impossible, young man. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. I was like, have we seen enough boobs? It was no. like a quiet scene. They kind of look at they him. They just like, stop for a second like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> this is... Uh, uh, Marcus just isn't having, you know. He, I mean, sorry, Ben isn't having any of it. Marcus, his really good buddy, yeah, um, who is our comic relief in the film. He was yep. the one in Scream Three. He played Kenny. He was the token black and not another teen movie, right? Um, he actually does have. Some, I mean, he's definitely the comic relief. Let's make note now, though, Andy. Hmm. He does not want to go on this haunted boat ride right. that Ben is talking about. But yeah. he's such a good friend to Ben. He goes with him. I'm gonna go with you. So the other drunkards. Run back to Bourbon Street. Marcus and Ben take off to go find a haunted yeah. nighttime ghostly boat tour. Right. It's something that Ben said uh, some other friends told yeah. him about that they did last year. And mm-hmm. so uh, he, that's how he knows about it. Um, he goes to this uh, to, to where the, the 
Reverend Zombies boat tours, which looks like it's closed. Marcus says, yeah, it's all boarded up, says closed, but you're knocking anyway. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> and the actor, uh, what's the actor's name again? Tony? Tony Todd. He, I have a question. <laughs> the He pops out and he explains to them that he's closed. He doesn't yes. do the, the boat tours anymore. Yet he's still in full makeup and on uh, costume as Reverend Zombie. Why? <laughs> Why isn't he in regular street clothes? Like, I think it's yeah, just... I'm in here watching the football game. I don't do this anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I got some plumbing issues right now. Instead, he has a you know the makeup. He's got like a star, star. around his eye. Top and he, hat. He's got the top hat, feather out of it. You know, a cape. And he just explains, I don't do those anymore. Because of what happened. Because of what happened. So you think something gnarly has Ooh. happened. So Ben's like, so tell me what happened. And he's like, well, pretty much all he says is, yeah, some kid. Somebody fell off a boat and they sued me for negligence. Right. So you think it's going to be like this rad story. like Because, I mean, obviously you're watching Hatchet. You're thinking, yep. this is where the story starts? No. No. So Reverend Zombie directs them down the street to a Mary couple blocks. Mary Laveau's. Go down there, but you didn't hear from me. Yeah, go to Mary Laveau's. You did not hear from me. And this right. is, uh, he's the only guy, that yeah. this this tour guide at Mary Laveau's is the only guy to do swamp night tours. Right. So this. While the, while the boys are walking, they're talking about, uh, uh, Ben's talking, making fun of Marcus for hooking up with a girl who had crabs. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little dialogue about, because it's a little important later. It, yeah. it, not that important. But anyway, it's just funny how Ben's like, you can't hook up with itchy chicks, Marcus. She was scratching her crotch the you whole time. Known, you should have known. You should have known, you know. And Marcus is like, what? Like, how many, t- you know, well, you're the expert. Yeah, so it's typical guy banter. Yeah, I mean, guy banter. Uh, I always thought that was funny, too, as they're walking. When they go to Reverend Zombie's place, Marcus isn't wearing beads. When they show up at Mary Laveau's, he's wearing beads again. Oh, so he flashes boobies at somebody. I guess as he's walking. Earn maybe. some beads. <laughs> yeah, there was no editing yeah. you know, issues there. They go to Mrs. Uh, Mary Laveau's house of voodoo. A couple ladies out front puking. Yeah. Nothing much to it. And they're just, hello. Um, they walk in. Ben notices a t-shirt on display yep. that says, Victor Crowley lives. Foreshadowing. Ooh, it's got a big hatchet. Yeah, Victor Crowley lives. And they see uh, Marcus isn't about it. He's like, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. Until we see he sees Misty and Jenna with uh, Doug Shapiro with a video camera. And Misty and Jenna are flashing their boobies. Think of Girls Gone Wild. Girl, very Girls Gone Wild. Very Girls Gone Wild. Yes. But this one's called Bio Beavers. Bio Beavers. Bio, Bio, Bio Beavers. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. Exactly. Great name. Totally. Um, that that hooks Marcus. He's like, okay. Yeah so, yeah. so the girl. But then when he says cut, I got to change my battery. We find out that our actresses, Jenna and Misty, do not like each other. No. They're not friends. But they're here on this idea that Doug is this wonderful director, producer with Bayou Beavers. He's going to make him famous. Make him famous. So we're going to show some boobs and and frolic and have fun. Right. And this is where we also meet our, one of our main characters, the tour guide, Sean. Sean. Comes out to kind of say, yeah, he tries to do a Creole accent. Or Creole, a, yeah, he's Creole, got a hat on, the top hat on. Kind of looks like the Reverend Zombie. Look, yeah, and he's got a cape, a cape. And he's like, what can I do you for? Yeah, you know? we like to do our ghost tours. Well, you'll see the crazy yeah. shit over here. We say Creole accent. You got to think maybe, I know you love Adam Sandler. Uh, Waterboy. <laughs> think Waterboy. <laughs> it's kind of along the same lines is what... Sean's doing here like a like a water boy. Yeah, I mean, I, well, we're gonna go see the swamp and the gators. And, and he's the Korean, you know. So right, it, he's you know, <laughs> right. He's like, like an Asian guy. That's even what Marcus says. He's like, "What's this, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker, motherfucker?" <laughs> exactly. It's so funny. Uh, but we do like Sean's obviously gonna be our tour guide. He gets uh, yeah. money off the gang. So 
the tour is going to begin. So first we have to hop on a bus, a little short bus, a um, yep. little short bus that's kind of decked out to be like voodoo scary. And we meet some um, of our other players, a uh, Minnesota couple, Jim and Shannon. Yep. Um, older, I would say Minnesota or upper Midwest, just because they, you know, very friendly. I thought it was hilarious though. If you, if you notice, I don't know if you did, when, uh, Marcus walks on the bus, the black guy, yeah. she kind of starts like free, like looking at him like, Oh, like a stereotype. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's, like, like she's uncomfortable around the black guy. Um, they are Minnesota. The Wikipedia on this movie says that they're Minnesota. Oh, really? I did not. I swear to God, I yeah. didn't know. I just well, guessed. they talk like that. They talk yeah, they like, talk like they're, they're right next door. So yeah, yeah so. Oh, hey, we're so nice. We're yeah, here on this so tour. Nice to meet you. We're so. down here in New Orleans watching the gators and stuff. Yeah. And Is that's that? where <laughs> I'm ashamed that I can do that. Yeah, no, you do it really oh, well. God, yes. Well, there uh, are neighbors to the west. They are neighbors to the west. <laughs> uh, this is, but now, Andy, if I'm not mistaken, we have met all of our players. I mean, we do meet Mary Beth in the back. Yes, Mary Beth. She's kind the of back. the goth, quiet girl that Ben sits next to. Correct. But those are all of our players. We've got Doug Shapiro, the director, his yeah. two actresses, Jen and Misty, yep. the, the nice couple from Minnesota over here. Jim, uh, and, Jim Shannon. and Shannon. Then we've got, of course, Ben and Marcus. Yep. And then we've got Mary Beth. And then, of course, the tour guide, Sean. Right. Those are our players. It's a very easy cast. Very easy cast. So um, I love it Like when Marcy, um, when uh, Doug is kind of playing with his camera and Jim looks over and goes, oh, are you a director? I loved that, too. And, he, and, she, and he's like, yeah. Have Do we know you from anything? He's like. Uh, have you ever heard of Bayou Beavers? And, and Jim goes, yeah. No. And Mar Mar his <laughs> wife's like, no. <laughs> then he goes, no. <laughs> so he obviously, like, you know, Jim's probably, when, when Shannon's away, he's probably looking at some yeah. Bayou boobies. Jim's into it, for sure. Um, so like any Minnesota husband. <laughs> I mean, it's just a... Shout out to Minnesota husbands. Shout out to <laughs> Bayou Beavers. Um, the tour begins, and I wrote Yawn. Yeah, I mean, there's not much here. I mean, it's just kind of a stupid, like, Sean is uh, bullshitting. You know, Sean, Sean's very obviously not very good as a tour guy. Yes, and he's, he's pointing stuff out. He's got, like, index cards. He people doesn't make, quite know. They're yeah, making fun of him. It's, yeah, it's like, pretty dumb. Uh, Marcus is making fun of him. Like, he, he's very easy to kind of poke fun at. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, no, that's... Like uh, he Jim says, Jim and that, Shannon, like yeah, they keep questioning him. Like that's yeah. not right because he says the the we bury these uh, our tombs, our graves above ground because uh, we don't we, we want the wicked spirits to stay in the cement so they don't get out. And they're like, no, no, it's because of sea water. Level. Yeah, yeah, sea level, dude. He's like, no, you're wrong. Like, he even it. slips into <laughs> in the Korean. Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. And oh, so, God. but I mean, it, it really is kind of setting up character development. We're kind of getting to know who's who. Right. Uh, Ben's really trying to start strike up a conversation with the quiet Mary Beth, the alone Mary Beth, and she's really not having it. She's like, "Leave me alone." Marcus is flirting with Jenna, one of our uh, Bayou Beavers. Yeah. So he's like, kind of trying to lay that pipe. Yeah. I mean, lay that groundwork. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so that he can later lay that later, pipe. Later lay the pipe. I get it. So, oh, um, God. They, so I mean, they finally, uh, you know, after a little of, of back and forth, we uh, the bus finally pulls up to the river where the boat is. Right. They arrive at the swamp. Um, you get in the boat. Sean um, is having trouble starting the motor. He seems to be in a hurry. Let's go. Let's get this tour going. He's having trouble starting the boat. And meanwhile, there's this crazy dude who's called uh, Jack, Jack Cracker. Jack Cracker. He's way off in a boat yelling like, hey. You can't be here. Hey. Uh -huh. And it's funny because the uh, <laughs> Shannon is like, is that man saying something to us? You know, and and Sean's just like, oh, he, that's crazy Jack Cracker. He's a gator fisherman, drinks his own piss. 
And they're like, he's going, yo, hey, you can't be the swamp's clothes. They get the boat started, and uh, Sean says, wave goodbye to Jack. And they all wave and drive away. And Jack just goes, they're all going to die. And then he proceeds to drink <laughs> a container of his own piss. <laughs> And he goes, oh, that's good. And he burps. I almost puked when I saw that scene. Disgusting. I thought it was hilarious that, because, I mean, it sounds like when Sean sang that, oh, he's just some crazy gator fisherman that drinks his own piss. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. Uh, side but note he about. He actually does. Uh, Jack Cracker um, was the the person who played Jack Cracker. It was special effects for this film. Oh, okay. Very true. Uh, that's so, good stuff. He does, uh, and he's, of course, part of two and three. So. I had to, yeah, yeah. So well, good. So they the, they're they're off on the boat. Yeah. So the tour begins. Uh, you know, it's you know, he talks about like the waters, like hey, you know, you'll this is where taunted, yeah, and the ghosts and the and the pirates, pirates that died. That, yeah, and, we're gonna see their ghosts floating above the water. Yeah, and then the, the lights that he's like, those lights are ghosts, and it's like, no, that's caused by methane, methane marsh, or yeah, it's like swamp gas, swamp gas, yeah, interacting with the Which water. Which I've had after eating some. <laughs> Some of these restaurants around here in Milwaukee, Andy. Giggity, giggity. Swamp ass. Um, <laughs> but this is really where he, Sean's version, let's let's stress that, Sean's version of the Victor yeah, Crowley the story. Yeah, the boat goes by a shack in the woods. He shines the spotlight, and he says the, the legend of Victor Crowley, which is very abbreviated. He just says he's some crazy deformed killer who got hit in the face with a hatchet and... His, or his, his dad, dad. His, his dad, dad hit him was, in the face. His dad, dad was mad because he's deformed. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Cause, and so he hit him in the face, and yeah, he's still running, um, running around. Sometimes he's still can. Which the only thing he got right is that you know you can hear his voice. Yeah, calling for his dad. Yeah, and then Sean does the cheesy tour guide thing where he goes, "Daddy, did you hear that? I swear, y'all, I swear, y'all, heard that." Daddy, and, and nobody on the tour is really buying it. Even and Mary Beth, make note, kind of rolled her eyes like this is not even the real. Oh. Nick's microphone fell off. <laughs> okay, sorry for the technical <laughs> <laughs> technical difficulties down here at the slash U East Campus. This mic just fell off. The thing. <laughs> we are so uh, pros here. No, but that's cool. Well, so um, you're right. What I was saying was Mary Beth rolls her eyes because she's like, that's not the real story of Victor Crowley. But anyway. And, and, and this is also a good point to, to reiterate uh, a point that I made earlier in this uh, wonderful podcast of ours. Uh Marcus did not want to go on this tour. Right. He does talk about how he wasn't, uh, he, this is lame. Um, yes. He actually looks over at one point at uh, Jenna, the, the girl that he's kind of flirting with, and he sees her scratch. Yeah. He sees her scratch her crotch, and he's just like, God damn it. You know, which is a callback to the conversation they had earlier. You can't hook up with itchy chicks, Marcus. <laughs> so um, they get to... Yeah, they get to the point where the supposed ghosts are, uh, the swamp ghosts or whatever, and Sean turns the lights off on the boat, and um, they look, the, that's where they have the discussion about swamp gas, like, oh, it's nothing, it's actually methane interacting with the water, it's really nothing. The, the point of the debate here about the swamp gas is um, they just end up pissing off Sean, and he's like, whatever, fine, and he turns the lights of the boat back on, and there's a flash really quick of Victor Crowley 
looking at them in the forest, and he ducks out of the light. And mm-hmm. of course, everyone's like, oh, "Did you see that?" And and obviously, Sean's stoked because he's like, "They're back on." Yeah. They're, oh, it's yeah. a special ghost that's yeah coming at us. I don't know. What's funny too, though, is Doug's like, "Okay, ladies, who wants to be in the Halloween episode?" Yeah, right. So they just lean over and go. They Woo! just show their boobs. It was like, "What's Halloween about that?" I mean, like, it's just funny that he's like Halloween episode. Buy you boobs or buy you beavers. And Jenna says to Misty, like, your woos are way off point. And Misty just says, your nipples are weird. <laughs> that's really. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I just, someone wrote that. Like, there's a, that's yep. a screenplay that was. Adam a... Green wrote that. Yeah. yeah uh, so Marcus, again, not wanting to go. Who is the comic relief is yep. like, this sucks. This sucks. Dick. I can't stand this. Yeah. Um, ben starts spilling his guts to Mary Beth. Yeah. Because he's still trying to make that happen. And he just finally says, you know what? I just got dumped. We've been together since seventh grade. I really miss you know, blah blah blah. She's it's probably so banging. weird. Yeah, he just it's the typical like to be honest, I used to do stupid stuff like that. Um he's Ben is the sensitive guy who's just he's just like, I was down here with my buddies, they're trying to make me feel better. I got dumped, blah blah blah. And then the boat crashes. Really it's just meant to be dialogue to fill the space until the boat That's cra- what I mean. Some of this some stuff, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. we watch it and we will always watch these movies, but uh, I'm starting to get to the point now, not cinephily, yeah. but when I'm like, okay, it's dragging. And this scene, when the boat does run aground, it hits a rock mm-hmm. and uh, then it just, it just starts raining, you know, kapow, you know, thunders. Yep. It's always so funny in this film, like one scene it's raining, next scene it's not. There are so many like, uh, I don't want to call them goofs, if you will, but I mean, where like they're continuity. Errors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely so much. I, th- you know, it's it's it it's... does rain and then stop raining quite quickly and then start no, raining I mean, again. It, like it cuts from me going, "Hey, Andy, what's up?" Then it cuts and it's raining. And I'm yeah. soaked, and then it cuts to you, and you're like and sunbathing. It's not raining. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, again, this is where when it... has that ever been an issue though in any of our movies? <laughs> like stupid stuff like that happens in all these slasher movies. I, it seems weird that I picked up some, and even some of the uh, you know when I do a little research, so they've picked it up too. But I did notice the beads. Yeah, I was like, why is he? Oh, he's wearing beads because I remember that. He's and, not, and then he is. And then he is, and he's not. You know, it's like, it's just it's just fun stuff. But uh, the boat does run aground. It hits a rock. I mean, obviously, we're setting up for the story. Here comes the rain. Yeah, they're stranded. Everyone's starting to freak. Yep. Um, there's a tree that's kind of connecting. You know, that's, that's the boat. A tree's kind of leaning over towards their boat that can right. kind of, that's on land, so they can walk across. Jim, Jim points says, this out. Yeah. Jim points this out from yeah. Minnesota. We, <laughs> and we can just walk across that branch <laughs> yeah. to get onto the shore. And, yeah. and Shannon, his wife, is like, absolutely not. He's like, just listen here, boogie boogie. <laughs> he calls her something like, little yeah, sweet like, like I got it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, so guess what? He's like, he gets up there. It's a little slippery. And fucking, I guess, Isabel or whatever that damn gator's name is, just just like yeah. fucking grabs him by the Clamps fucking... Clamps onto Jim's yeah. leg. Um, so Jim's injured. Everybody freaks out. Oh, my God. And Mary Beth, uh, while they're freaking out, there's this gator on Jim's leg. Mary yeah. Beth ends up shooting it. And uh, uh, everyone's silenced, and they look at her. Holy shit, she has a gun. What? Yeah. She's just like, the blood. there's going to be blood in the water. It's going to be a feeding frenzy. That's, Let's not, get, that's not real. Let's get on shore. G- gators don't, aren't attracted by blood. <laughs> she's not confused. Like sharks. Yeah, it's like she's mixing it up with sharks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> gators won't be like, oh, blood. They don't chum for gators. You know, the gators right. are just yeah. hanging out. It's, but yeah, it's, it's another it's, thing. It's going to be a feeding frenzy. Yeah. And I was like, even my brother was like, no, that's sharks, dickbag Mary Beth. <laughs> So again, the scene with Misty drags on. Again, it's that get trope. on shore. I yeah. can't go. I can't do it. You know, we've seen a thousand million times, and it's just it drags on. Andy, it's starting to really fucking get to me. I'm like, so 
I point fa- being they all end up on shore. Well, yeah, Doug is about to get eaten by a gator because he falls in the water and takes his time going to shore yeah. because he's making sure his camera's okay. I just thought it was funny, though, how once he gets out of the water, the gator swims away. And yeah. they assume that they're safe until Mary Beth says, gators can walk on land, too. Let's get out of here. You know, because <laughs> I thought, like, why would the gators stop? It could just get up on the land and go after him. But anywho, um, they regroup further away from the water in, in the swamp. Um it's building the story, Andy. Yeah. That's all I'm, I'm kind of writing. It's like, right. it's building the story of like well, who these people are. Sean is We not, find out Sean's a fraud. Yeah, he's just moved here from Detroit. Right. He, everyone's really freaking about Mary Beth while she has a gun because she's looking for her... Her dad and her brother who and guess were who, who missing we, a couple days Robert ago. Robert England is Papa. Yeah. And this is where we get the actual true fucking backstory, 100% legit, who is Victor Crowley. Mary Beth tells a story um, of a young disfigured boy who daddy loves. Daddy loves right. this boy. And this boy loves his daddy. Right. But he's very disfigured. What happened to mom, you think? Victor Crowley's mom. Ba- Bayou Beavers. You think the, the Bayou Beavers <laughs> ate her? No, no. I think she I think she joined the, She left them. She to abandoned go, them to go star and star in Bayou Beavers. Bayou Beavers. Bayou Beavers, yeah. And Bayou Beavers Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Bayou Beavers 3D. Where she's dancing somewhere, <laughs> like at some truck stop. She's dancing. Anyway, well, no. that's the story. It's, it's, it's Victor so- Crowley and his father, uh, close relationship. Uh, He's very disfigured. Victor's it, disfigured. Yep. Did you see the actress who played young fucking Victor Crowley? It was a girl, right? It was a girl, and yeah. she's, I mean... She's beautiful. Beautiful. Right. Well, they made her up to look oh. horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing to me. Yeah. It's a good makeup job. It's, um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, so. The long and short of it is Victor, young Victor is t- teased by the other kids because of how he looks. And one day while his dad is away from home at Halloween, some teenagers came upon his cabin in the swamp. They want to see him. They want to see him. He's so kind they, of like a, yeah, he's like folklore. He's like a freak show. They yep. throw some firecrackers at his house to try to scare him out. He doesn't come out. Uh, a fire starts because of the firecrackers. Just as old man Crowley rolls up, chases away the kids, and is trying to get the door open to get Victor out of the burning cabin, and he can't. So he takes a hatchet and he's he's axing or hatcheting at the door, but Victor is right close on the other side. Yeah, he's trying to push out. Trying to push out, and the hatchet goes through the door and hits Victor in the face, supposedly killing him. Yes. Mr. Crowley is distraught with grief and dies 10 years later dies. of a broken heart. There you go. What a cheesy scene, too. Like he just kind of fades out That's of the That's the scene. Cliff Kill notes for the backstory of yeah. Victor Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> Kane Hodder, uh, did I pronounce that right? I, I think so, yeah. The actor who yeah. played... Uh, he plays, obviously, Paul Crowley, but he also plays... He's the big killer, because, I mean, the dude's seriously the size of a fucking... He makes you yeah. look like Gandhi. He, Like Gandhi? Well, you mean, I don't like know, a small person? Small person, yeah. Gandhi's, like, little, isn't he? Gandhi's peaceful. I oh. just feel like if you're like Gandhi, it's... Well, who should I said, like, short? Like, John Stamos? Uh, Is he maybe. short? I don't know. He makes you look like a small person. Okay, but that's, been, that's not as funny as like Gandhi. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. But no, anyway, yeah, Kane Hodder, uh, it is, he dies of a broken heart, fade out, right. definitely uh, the, the real story. Um, and it is true, again, that he, the the the, the, the tale goes that he roams, you, yeah, yeah. roams the, the, the swampland, you know, crying for his dad. Daddy. He's scared. Yeah. He's mean. And Mary Beth concludes the story by saying, yeah, he roams with a, with a hatchet slash across his face, which I thought was interesting. He's already severely disfigured. 
let's also add a hatchet scar yeah. to his face. Yeah, th- and he's very much like, I mean, again, like a Voorhees. You remember how right. fucked up Jason Voorhees looked? I mean, it feels like an thing. homage, uh, yes. an hom- homage to Jason. I mean, yes, yeah. it's a love. It's a, I think it's just a love note to that that campy camp slasher right. summer fucking no story. Let's just kill people and show. Yeah, a little bit more blood in this one, but Mary um, Beth tells the group we got to get out of here because um, this is his swamp and we're gonna die. And Sean, who now has a Asian accent, yeah, he dropped the Creole accent. He's talking like this. I am mm-hmm. Sean. He says uh, the house, the cabin is a couple miles back, and she's like, "No, it's right there." They are right. Thunderclap. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I wrote that too. Like <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> Definitely that classic trope again. Great word. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot of them in this. The one. real cabin. How does she know where the real house is? She just she's does. a local. Her parent, her 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 father and brother yeah. fished those lakes. They know the story of Victor Crowley. She she's the only reason we find out she got on that boat was because she wanted to go look for her. That's what she like. Right. Was there asking why do you have a fucking gun? She's like, I'm looking for my goddamn brother and my father. So Dicks. they decide. Leave me alone. They decide that they're gonna try to look for a road. I guess beyond the cabin or connecting to the cabin or something. A great line though. This one actually did make me laugh. Like yeah. when Doug Shapiro looks at Sean and goes, "This better be part of the tour." And he goes, "Yeah, I seek my vote, but I seek my boat every night. It's hilarious. <laughs> so stupid." <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Doug, it's not part of the tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I sink my boat every night. Yeah, it's hilarious. I do, yeah, I do this all the time. So, but Jim's leg is getting really bad, so they realize they have to kind of walk by the house to get civilization. Right. Right. And so it's, this is again another cool shot, Andy. So, um, uh, our hero Ben is walking with Mary Beth, and then it right. kind of comes up, and then it's Doug with his two girls, right? Jenna and Misty. Then it comes up even more, and it's Shannon walking by behind Jim, who's being carried by Sean and Marcus. Yes. Yes. And I love because it, it starts off with uh, Ben. Yeah, and Mary Beth talking. Yeah, they kind of just make a little like everyone's got legends. I mean, look, I mean everyone's got myths. Look at yeah. Bigfoot. Look at then it, it zooms, the car- zooms kind of back to Doug and they're talking like Doug's like I don't trust anyone. These people sleep with their own family members. <laughs> and yeah. then it comes back and then it's Sean saying, "Why do they make the two brothers, the white guys back there, the, the white guys get to sit back there with the bitches and we got to carry? Why do the two brothers got to carry the sisters? Like you're Asian, man. Yeah, and but Sean's I mean, uh, Marcus is just like." Man, we get back out of here. I'm gonna kick your ass. You know, <laughs> I loved that. I just, I mean, I really did think that was a smart shot. Like, I mean, because it it stayed real time. Like, or you know, yeah. like and they and they, like one take. Yeah, and you're I a just cinephile, Nick. Kind My of uh, walk back. Very uh, John Carpenter. Super Halloween. artsy fartsy. Uh, but this is they they're they're getting uh, close to the house and they hear like a cry, like an echo cry in the woods. Would you? How would you describe it, Andy? They hear like it, a, it's. <laughs> It's like the wind is blowing. It's like, daddy. You hear daddy. Oh, snap. I never did. I watched it twice. Oh, I heard it very clearly. I watched it twice in 24 hours, and I fucking didn't. God damn it. That's why they flipped out. And they were like, what? Dude, I just got chill bumps when you did that. Um... The Marcus, Marcus and Sean sort of drop Jim yeah. and leave uh, Shannon to hold her husband, and they be- drop back like, we ain't fucking going near that cabin. They, yeah, they fall back. The group falls back, yeah. but Shannon's like, fuck you guys. My, my... You're cowards. Yeah. Shannon calls them cowards. My my husband and I, we got we to gotta go. We got to get them out of here. And they start trudging themselves towards the cabin. And Shannon's like, hello, anybody in there? Please help us. Mm-hmm. She says, God will protect us. You know, we've got the Lord on our side. <laughs> yeah, like, you do. Yeah, when's that ever helped? Uh, 
I hope no. Like I get it. I respect people who have religion yeah. and faith, but it it didn't help him here. It's not like God's going to reach out of the sky and protect you. <laughs> it, it just isn't going to happen. And uh, on the eighth day, yeah. I said, smite Victor Crowley. <laughs> God helps those who help themselves. Yes. These folks ain't helping themselves in this scenario. Shannon and Jim get close to the house, and so they're still kind of screaming at the door. And pow! He just comes charging out. Charging out the door. I'm talking seven foot 12, seven foot eight, whatever. I don't know. He's I huge. I love it that we see Victor Crowley, like, full form like this early in the movie yeah because usually a lot of these slasher movies you don't see the killer later all up close till later you don't really get his face as much as you do later like yeah. in the movie but you really do get to see that this motherfucker is disfigured as fuck. and he moves fast he moves fast he grabs jim and grabs the only kill with the hatchet in this film <laughs> right grabs a hatchet despite the name of the film how in the fuck would you describe the kill he starts hacking on his shoulder and he hacks down from his shoulder all the way to his he yeah, like he hacks from, is it Jim's, it's Jim's right shoulder. Yeah. Jim's down on his knees, and he starts hacking at his right shoulder, and it, it's like it comes out his left rib, like under his left armpit. Yeah. Like hacks him in half right there, from his right shoulder down across his chest to his left, yeah, I mean, he's under his left armpit. Like, like, I mean, Cuts Jim in half. I mean, just religiously. eight seconds. Like, it's, like I mean, woof. this, I mean, I know that Victor Crowley's disformed, but yeah. he could be like an MMA fighter. He's very strong. Very yes. strong. So then, of course, Shannon Jim's starts dead. freaking out. Yeah. yeah, Jim's dead. His wife starts. Shannon starts freaking out. And before she'd even run, uh, Victor Crowley just kind of grabs her by the mouth, and they do this really kind of cool thing. Because she's screaming. Yeah. yeah. So you know, he grabs both hands, and he grabs the upper lip and the bottom lip, and they do this cool three sixty pan shot like around her face, and they proceed to rip her in half. From the fucking mouth, her. I mean, I'm talking not like a like lengthwise. It's like your upper teeth, lower teeth. I mean, he's so strong, rips her fucking head, face in half, and of course, that is my dick kill. Dick kill. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Woo! That's a good one. It is a great. I mean, I'm. I, I sent it to you. Like, I definitely taped it today because yeah. I, I definitely gonna go on well, social media. Like, like her tongue is. Oh god! I get her up. tongue is left like flailing around. I screamed with excitement at that one, and I don't really. We've watched so many movies now; it takes a lot for me to go like, "Holy!" I'm sorry to you. I did that too. I mean, I was like, I yeah, I was. Oh I my was like, god! Oh my god! Yeah. So and I mean, and she just drops. I'm telling you. Uh, you would too. I <laughs> <laughs> mean. No, but this is like to me. Your head in half. <laughs> go through it. The hour. I mean, the great kills. But this is reason alone. Yeah. Smart, creative kill. My dick shot kill of the week. Not CGI. I'll Not point CGI. Point that out again. That is a practical effect. And yep, so amazing. <laughs> there's uh, two down. Andy, the cute older couple from Minnesota, is no more. Good. They're probably Vikings fans. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Sports. Sports. Oh, man. Go pack. So, uh, um, where did I say that? Yeah. Uh, they all run. Everybody runs. Um, and Mary Beth, <laughs> everybody runs. This all happened. Jim and Shannon dead within like 10 seconds. 10 seconds, And, yeah. and everybody's freaking out. Mary Beth actually shoots uh, Victor. Mm-hmm. It hits him square in the chest, and he goes down. Everybody takes off running. Uh, ben, Mary Beth, Sean, uh, Jenna, and Misty 
uh, and Marcus. They He's all, in a tree. They all regroup. Marcus uh, is, Marcus up, in is up in a tree. Doug, uh, Doug Shapiro ends up on his own. Yeah, he is so he's alone. running off on his own. He got separated from my bales. He's running for his life, and he's like, Uh-oh. They all are. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but Doug yeah. separated the group, and he's just kind of like alone in the woods, scared. Yeah. Kind of seems more engaged with his uh, camera. Uh, yeah, which he drops. Yeah, he drops, and so... <laughs> he, uh... What, he sort of hides? And, yeah, he um, kind of hides, and, like, you know, we go back to the our group, and Jenna looks at... Mary Beth goes, we got to go get Doug. And yeah. I thought this was a great line. Mary Beth looks at Jenna and goes, why don't you just run off and find him yourself? And Jenna, who's been a bitch to Misty this whole time, goes, that was mean. <laughs> I just don't, I even wrote, like, I don't know why it made me laugh, but it did. Yeah. Like, this girl's been like, your your breath smells, you suck, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And someone says, just run off and find yourself. She's like, that was mean. That was mean. I don't, I, I thought it was an odd line. Well, but... Ben, of course, they're like, where's Marcus? And he's above them yeah, in a he's tree. In tree. Yeah. Uh, he just is like, I ain't coming down this bullshit. No way. Um, but they convince him to come down. Yeah, they're like, he's, well, he's able like... to see where town is. He's like, yeah, from the tree. He's again, like, it's, it's that way. It's filler. It's like, yeah. and he's like, it's too far. Um, a lot of fills, a lot of filler time in this, but we right. finally get back to Doug, back who's kind of hiding. Right. And so he kind of sees some feet goes by, feet go by. So he's like, cool, I'm safe now. And he jumps up from under this bush and runs right smack into Mr. Victor Crowley. Doug's head is like even with Victor's chest. Yes. <laughs> Victor's a big dude. I don't know if we've mentioned that. Uh, I wonder if he's packing eggplant down there. You know what I mean? Oh. I wonder if, I wonder if Victor Crowley's like got a. Anus. Big old wiener. Big old wiener. I bet he's got a crayon. I think it's wiener. interesting that you wonder about that. Like that's where your brain goes. How big is Victor Crowley's wiener? <laughs> I mean, I, have you ever thought about Jason Voorhees? I've wiener? watched the movie twice. This is literally the first time I've thought about it, and it's only because you brought it up. All right. So you never thought about Jason Voorhees' no, cock? Never thought about. Never. It. Never. Not. Michael Myers' ball sack. Never. never. I don't think right, about maybe the, I'm the slasher's one. privates. Maybe man. I'm the maybe. I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm the weird one over here. Listen. Uh, I like that you bring these outside opinions to slash you. I like that it generates good conversation. Um, because I wouldn't have brought it up. You know, this is what this is what we bring. We each bring different things to the table. Maybe he's so angry because it's it's tiny. It so could he's be. Like, I fucking hate everyone. That you never know. Maybe that's the case. It's not the deformity and the the fact that he was almost burned alive when he was a child. He, he's angry because his wiener's tiny. <laughs> when we go, when we have a slide. I don't kill people. When we have our symposium because of my issues. Yeah. <laughs> Nick. Uh, when we do our slash you symposium, we're gonna uh, bring up serial or like slasher killers and their cocks. I wonder if there's a correlation between penis size and how many victims they have. Michael Myers is hung like a fucking mule. <laughs> I just know. Anyway. Yeah, so anyway. Doug, Doug runs into him. And, he's up to his chest. And, yeah. Well, I mean, really, I don't see. He grabs Doug by the head, you know, yeah. like 180, and just twists his whole head up like Slowly. a bottle cap. Slowly, like a bottle yeah. cap. But wouldn't your body twist with, like... I was just going to say, like, wouldn't his body twist with it? Yeah, like, like, let me come over there and try it with you. No. Okay. We don't have to, but... See, that's you're why right, we, that's though. Why we, that's why we need OnlyFans. The I physics would, of it. Yes. Unless Victor's somehow standing, standing on, on his feet. Standing on his feet to keep his body from anyway, moving. Anyway, I mean, slowly... Like, yeah. I guess if he had done it really quick, I could see the physics and maybe inertia and shit. Right. But he, like Andy said, slowly takes his head. And um, I know we sometimes off. do this. This is an honorable mention on my end. Good. You know. I mean, I told <laughs> Nick. <laughs> yeah, right. I told Nick we could each have, you know, multiple dick shot kills because of this. So. I really, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, uh... Honorable mention. Yes, honorable mention. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I really uh, thought this was a creative kill. Very smart. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I really got my dick shot kill and my honorable mention out of the way. So I sweet because I, I wrote dog loses his head. Uh-huh. Get it? Okay. So well, um, it was cool too because when the head pops off, there's like a almost like an air compressor blood <laughs> comes out of the torso. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's fun. Like this is it really takes like about you know it's an hour twenty three minutes. Yeah, about you know 35, 40 minutes in. I mean, this is the, then the killing just goes nuts. We're back to the others, and Marcus and Sean get in a brief fight. Yeah, it's... Sean drops all accents now. <laughs> he yep. speaks with a perfect American accent. Marcus is just like, you fake motherfucker, and he punches him. Yeah, they get a little fight. They get in a little fight. Ben breaks him up. Um, they'd end up finding Doug's camera. Turns out he was a fraud. Yeah, Nick. they go through it to find supplies, but yes, Doug is a fraud. Uh, his actual name, uh, Andy, is Samuel Barrett. Mm-hmm. He had a fake business card for Doug Shapiro for director and producer. Yeah. Because like... he lured these women in and uh, taped them for his own collection. This is a guise that I think he uses to lure women in to show their boobies for private collection use, maybe. Yeah, or he makes tons of copies and sells it on late night infomercials called Girls gone wild. <laughs> well, you still have to sign. Her. I mean, I'm just, there was some politics involved in there. I but suppose. I just thought it was funny when Misty was like, "This is the third time I've fallen for this." Right. right. She's like, "This is the third time this happened to me." Yeah. And um, again, this is where I think it drags on a little bit. A little bit, because Marcus uh, goes around asking, "Does anyone have yeah. any, any other secrets?" And Jenna finally says, "I didn't go to NYU." No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Um, they trip over Doug's body. No, no, they keep walking along, and they end up tripping over Doug's body. Yeah. That's when they realize Victor's not dead. Because up until now, they thought Mary Beth shot him. Maybe, yeah, he's maybe done. Him. Yep. But now that they found Doug's body, they're like, shit, he's still alive. They're like, no way, he's really dead. Like, not Doug, Victor. Yeah, so Victor is still alive. They hear Misty's phone, which I think's uh, funny. They hear Misty's phone ringing. Paula Cole, it's uh, the... The Dawson's the, Creek theme. No, it's and Paula Cole sings it. <clears throat> I don't want to wait! For a month to be over. They turn, you know the they turn you down here. That's... I don't want to wait. Why would you turn me down? I got the voice of a fucking angel, Andy. Yep. Michael... <laughs> Michael McDonald calls me up to get voice lessons. Does he? Yes. Well, yeah. So Misty's phone. And they think, hey, we're all saved. We found Misty's phone. And it works. She yep. was receiving a phone call. That's why it was ringing. Uh, which is awesome. But... They realize they also went in a huge circle because they're right back near they're the They're right cabin. back at Crowley's. Shit. And that's when we hear another daddy whisper in the, in that the wind. That is rad. It Damn is it. so cool. I can't believe you didn't hear it. Fuck, I don't want to remind me. I feel like a jerk. Oh, you're I'm, a great guy. I'm just not a cinephile so like you. Yeah, well. Mary Beth and Ben decide, let's go look in the shed. Let's go get some weapons. To see if we can find some weapons. Yeah, so... Uh, they uh, run into Crowley's shed uh, to find supplies, weapons, etc. But what do they find, Andy? Her dad and her brother's body. She finds them dead. Mm-hmm. So about another scene where she cries. Oh fast God, forward, fast forward, dead. fast forward. Yeah. Um, they go. We go back to our group who are waiting for Mary Beth and Ben. Uh, Misty is looking at her phone, going, "Are you sure the number is nine one one?" Yeah, it is. Well, maybe there's a different area code. We're in the south. That's so what she says it's yeah. So the distraction trope. Uh, there's there's a something rustle in the, the bushes. Book. They think it's like crazy. I'm like, no, it's not a kid. It's it's obviously an animal. It's a yeah. it's a raccoon, but it's the raccoon's perfect there for distraction because, because they look at the raccoon and then it's just. Boom, Victor Crowley's there. He pops out of the bushes with a belt sander. Is it gas? I think I did see it was a gas one. It had to be because yeah. there's no way he has an extension cord <laughs> that's that long. And how did, I don't think his cabin has electricity, so it has to be gas-powered. 
I did see a little oil thing. I, I also I don't know why that mattered. <laughs> okay, good. Sorry. But he does the logistics, to... now that you pointed out, yes, it has to be gas. Which is funny because <laughs> there was no noise. It was just the raccoon, and they were all like, what is it? And then all of a sudden, he's just there, and it's on, running. So, like, he revved it up, like... And, and, and he's like, I think I'm just going to use a sander to kill somebody. And he hits Jenna Oof. right in the mouth Oof. with the belt sander, right on her lower jaw. Oh, and oh my oh. God, that's nasty. And Jenna, uh, you know, they uh, um, start screaming, and Ben and uh, Mary Beth come running back with a shovel, I guess, and hit him and, and knock, knock him, him off. So you think maybe Mary Beth has a chance. She'd be Jenna, fucked up for the rest of her life. Jenna's but, not dead. She's yeah. crawling on the ground. Um, Sean jumps in to try to fight Victor Crowley. Victor grabs the shovel off the ground and, uh, just like our movie The Mutilator, sweeps the leg. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, Johnny, sweep the leg! Hits Sean and knock, you know, like cuts his leg off from yep. the knee down. Mm -hmm. Sean goes down. Victor um, puts the shovel at, to his neck. Uh, as everyone's freaking out, Mary Beth takes a couple shots. The last couple bullets she has, they all run away. Uh, who's that then? Ben, Marcus, Mary Beth, and uh, Misty. They all run off. And Victor, um, you know, decapitates Sean. With I mean, the like, yeah, like shovel. a Philly curb stomp, but he puts the shovel he there puts and just neck, stomps on the, stomps on the shovel. Just a quick decap his head yeah. rolls away. And then he grabs uh, Jenna, is, is crawling away with no <laughs> lower jaw. She much rather be dead. I'm sorry to interrupt, oh, but I mean, I mean it was it, nasty. Great scene. She's Go ahead. crawling. I'm sorry. It's bleeding. She has no like her her lower jaw is gone because of the belt sander. He picks her up and he skewers her body on the shovel, which is in the ground. That is my dick kill shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Just because it was drawn out for poor Jenna. You know, she just I mean, I, I just could imagine if she would have lived a life with that face. I mean, like, I'm not saying that's oh. rude. I don't mean that rude. But you know, she's obviously like a model NYU. She's trying to do all this. And her lower. She didn't go to NYU. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, she's really trying to make it. You I mean, her, you know, she had a career with mm -hmm. Bio Beavers, maybe mm -hmm. Bio Beavers. Well, Doug Shapiro was lying to her. I'm just saying, Andy, that was like, I Ugh. do you remember when we did murder? Like there was a scene in Murder Cabin where I did a skewer kill. OK, where it's like, the, you know, the, the killer takes a skewer and. Lights yeah. the body on fire, then kind of stabs uh, a girl who's kind of like a sleep stone on the beach. Uh -huh. So like, you know, so she's being stabbed by a burning body, you know, so she burns to death with him and then also a stab. So I'm not trying to, you know, promote murder cabin here. That okay. was a smart kill. Yeah. The scene with Jenna, like, I mean, how they go back and forth. Yeah. Like, again, I don't think the movie context is that good. The content movie, not so much. The kills are great, creative. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, just the force, the anger that Kane Hodder can fucking whatever. I mean, how he brings this, that anger to life. Yeah. And not only does he throw her, like, on this spear, like, he... Pushes her body Ooh. down Ooh. on the shovel. The shovel is, keep in mind, stabbed into the ground with uh, Sean's torso on, on or rest of his body on one side and his head rolled off i mean he killed two people very quickly right there oh he does it quick i mean he is and that's where we kind of get back where mary beth is you know seeing all these people die she's like look he's angry these he are is, his woods he's stuck in the night that he died yeah and he's angry he he's yeah. scared yeah um he wants everyone to die anyone yeah. that's around his woods he's gonna right. want them to die so we're left here with misty marcus mary beth and ben yep four people left they regroup briefly they're like oh my god which they way lose we go victor. They, yeah, and they get, yeah. but they realize they gotta fight 
Yeah. That's when this, when they, it was funny because they're like, which way should we go? And Mary Beth goes, that way. And Victor b- pops right up. <laughs> She's pointing right there. And he's like, right there. <laughs> that was a good imitation yeah. of Victor. They all Cole. run really quick. That's true. Yeah. He's like, what did I tell you? He's like, Madman Mars yeah. meets <laughs> Jason. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, meets Jason in that he's unstoppable. Yeah. He's been, he's been wounded, but not dead. And, um, uh, but before they run off, Ben actually still has a pitchfork, pokes him, yeah, and he goes down, and that's they, how they, they get away again. That's this, how they get away. And that's yeah. is when they kind of decide, like, they we got to fight. Back. We got to fight back. Let's go yeah. back to Victor's house. Right. I, I think I saw some grass cans in there. Well, you don't know if there's gas in there. What else are we gonna do? Just get right. picked off? Right. We gotta fight. We gotta stand our ground. There's, and four, fight. there's four left, and let's remember that, right? We've got uh, Ben, mm-hmm. Mary Beth, Marcus, and Misty. Right. Yell if you hear anything, Misty. I'm going in. Right, so they leave her like next to a tree. Misty's keeping watch. Yep, Ben's going into the garage to look for gasoline, and that leaves Mary Beth and Marcus, I guess, to distract Victor. Yeah, they're kind of standing back to back with weapons, so he so, can't sneak up on yeah, them. Yeah, so they got a 360 view. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's call him out. Maybe we need to let him know that we're here, and so. You know, Marcus trying to be the comic relief. He's, he's like, yeah, funny. You, yeah. Well, I, I didn't think anything like that. He's like, you look like you've been fucked by a pack of wolves, or your mama is so ugly. She, you know, her name's Mrs. Crowley. Like, I don't know. It's well, like every time he said something, like, he'd be like this. He would stop and look. Yeah, his eyes would get wide and he'd look around. <laughs> hey, truck. Victor, you have a small penis, huh? 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 You know? How do you know? <laughs> He's <laughs> a daddy. Uh. So uh, he's like, "Come get us!" The next thing you know, Missy gets all tore up. They don't see it, but <laughs> you don't you don't see it. But Marcus and this happens so fast. It does. Marcus and uh, Mary Beth look and they see Misty's jacket on the ground. On the ground, and they're like, "Shit, Ben, watch out!" And Ben's like, "What?" And a head comes flying in and hits Ben. Yep. Misty's head. And so does a torso. And then her torso <laughs> comes flying in. And Victor's right there, like, bah! and Ben, uh, at this point, has gone through some of the gas cans. He's like, oh shit. Mary Beth swoops in before Victor can uh, grab Ben. Mary Beth comes in with one of those little garden hand uh, trowels, hand rakes, yep. and jabs it in the back of Victor's head. So he's like, I gotta get so it out. He's reaching behind him, trying to get that out, and Ben splashes gasoline all over him while, you know, there's a little struggle, and then um, they're able to sort of get away from him and, as Victor's reaching for the thing in the back of his head, and Ben lights up his lighter and lights him on fire. So, yes, that is the good news. They set Victor Crowley think, on fire. We think, hey, great, this crew might get away. <laughs> Fucking rain starts. And even Ben goes, what the fuck? Yeah. You're going to be fucking kidding me. Victor's I think that engulfed in every movie, every hatchet butt. Here's the, my question for you, and this is how you and I would survive. Uh, Victor is uh, engulfed in flames, and he, he actually collapses on the ground, yeah. seems unconscious, even though it starts raining and the fire starts to go out. Why wouldn't you take the pitchfork and just fucking <laughs> stab it into his head multiple times? Cut his ass up. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, and, and they, they even know it's raining, but I mean, they would sit there and kind of smart. Ben seems, Mary Beth seems the smartest out of all of them. Well, Our she, fighter, yeah, if you will. Mary Beth is like, she, let's get out of here. Yeah, but I mean, you I like, hold on. I, let me just at least decapitate that motherfucker. You pretty much know if you're decapitated, you're not coming back. That's even I, like zombie rules. Even, well, I wouldn't have decapitated. I suppose I would have decapitated, more or less. I, I was thinking, like, stab something into his brain, into his head. Well, He's unconscious on the ground. Hit him multiple times in the head. Yeah, or cut off his legs. He wouldn't walk anymore. Or cut off his arms. I can't kill you now because I have no arms. I just feel like the easiest 
But I mean, come on. Now we're talking about slasher. I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah. They're, it's like that Geico commercial make fun of. Right. Oh, should we get in that running car? Go to that shed full of fucking right. machetes. No, let's hide in the shed. Yeah. So uh, they. That's what they do. Yeah. So they, they run they, away. They run away. They find an old cemetery and uh, Victor. You know, he's alive, so he gives chase. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can get out of um, the cemetery. Cemetery because the, the gates. Yeah, the gates seem to be locked, so they are they are trapped. This was a kind of a gross part yes please tell well, this one because it made me seriously gag a little bit me too a little bit victor um uh what did i say uh yeah they think he's dead they think they won uh yeah he runs uh they stumble the cemetery they victor jumps them there's a little bit of a chase and uh, ben ends up falling down and victor falls on top of him and ben screams ah and victor roars at him and drools right into ben's mouth like this big thick viscous drool like, uh, my throat's kind of getting while uh, they right into Ben's mouth. It's Ugh. disgusting. He's like just this thick, viscous, clear drool. And um, what happens? They like hit him in the. Uh, oh, she like hits him with something. Uh, Mary Beth like hits him with something, and he rolls off and um, grabs Marcus by the ankle. And Mary Beth and Ben are pulling Marcus. Marcus like you're gonna tear me in half. And Mary Beth goes and kicks Victor's arm where he has like an open like burn. The, the burn wound. The burn like, wound. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, oh, that hurts. And he lets go, and they take off running again. But uh, Marcus is next. Yeah, really. Victor ends up catching up to him, and he grabs Marcus. They're hiding behind a a, a, a cemetery tomb that, if you noticed, it was the the name on it was green. I did not notice that. Yep, for See? The, our writer and director. Um, I feel like a dumbass. I didn't notice that. <laughs> See, I'm the cinephile here. Yeah, right. But I, I noticed the daddies. Yeah. So. Anybody looking to do a true crime podcast, please hit, find me on Instagram at... Um, <laughs> Marcus is next. Uh, yeah. And he's grabbed, and so he knows that he's going to die. So he looks at his buddy. His dying word is run. Run. So uh, Mary Beth and... That was my honorable mention was Marcus. Because... Uh, yeah, Mary Beth and Ben take off, but Victor pulls off Marcus's arms. Just pulls his arms right off. He's strong as fuck. And then um, picks him up by the feet and swings his whole body around against a that that tomb. So it says green, and That's it like splatters green. his head. And you know, we see a bunch of you know gallons of blood. Gallons fly all of blood. Can I bring up another point, please? <laughs> Marcus did not want to go. On this haunted horror ride. Correct. He wanted to stay in goddamn Bourbon, gosh darn Bourbon Street. He said, could have been in a bar. And, and see the bar and seen boobies. Yep. Maybe got a little bat, gram of cocaine. Fucking he hung out. Came along to support his friend Ben. God damn it. It really pissed me off. Anyway, they run off. I thought this was rad. I did a lot of research in this. When uh, he, when uh, Ben realizes his buddies that he's pukes. Yeah. Uh, I would have puked too. Adam Green was like, I'm not having any fucking fake puke. Oh, so. Gave him cold clam chowder and orange juice. And so when I watched it the second time, it looks... He's puking, for real. Yeah, that is definitely corn chowder and yeah. fucking yeah. orange juice. And all of Victor and all of and Victor Crowley's drool that went down his throat. Real <laughs> puke. puking it out. So this is kind of where it's like, you know, she's like, come on, Victor. I mean, come on, Ben. We got to keep going. Victor's going to find us. Right. I, I hear the river. Uh, you know, Let's I know it's way. close. So I guess... Yeah. Victor pulls, yeah, Victor's back of the cemetery, pulls a bar mm -hmm. off the gate or out of the fence of the cemetery, a big iron bar, and chases him. Um, he, he out of the blue, it. yeah, he chucks it like a spear, and it lands square right on Ben's foot. Yep. 
uh, spearing or, or trapping his foot to the ground, and they can't pull it out. It's too deep in his foot, and he's screaming, and Victor's running at him, and Mary Beth's like, lean into it, lean into it, and they lean into this bar, and they, like, tilt it forward enough where Victor ends up just running into it. Wouldn't he be, like, I mean, maybe, because maybe he's, like, dumb. Or he can't see very so well. So he's got a small penis, and he's super dumb. Or, you know, maybe he can't see very well. Oh, that's true. That's he's a good He's deformed, point. and it's dark so out. So he does. He runs into the spear, like, stabs himself all the way through his body. Yeah. And as he's dying, like, again. Costs blood. <laughs> ben just got fucking Victor Curley's spit sperm in his mouth. And then he got, <laughs> then, it, like, five minutes later, he gets, like, a, <laughs> like, blood. a blood just smatters his face. All over poor Ben's face. Uh, and so they, that's see, a recipe for hepatitis. Oh God, right yes, or AIDS. Come I mean, on, Victor yeah. Crowley, COVID. That we is, just got done with COVID. You're gonna cough blood into yeah, someone's face. He should be wearing a mask. What the fuck, man? I mean, Maybe, hopefully, hopefully Victor Crowley, like, yeah. hold a mask. Hopefully, Ben's. I'm sorry, give me the mask. What? Hopefully, Ben's vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and boosted. Oh God. So uh, they 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 move on. They find the boat that her brother and father obviously yes. left behind. So they very clever. Yeah, they they set my daddy's a, boat. Yeah, they set adrift. Uh, I guess the boat knocks because of Victor Crowley. So Mary Beth falls over. The, and she falls in the water as they're trying to escape in this yeah, boat. Yeah, Victor like comes out of the water. That's why I thought it was very much like Jason. Yes. Yeah, uh, totally very Friday the 13th. He just, blah, and she so falls she, in the water. she falls in the water. She starts getting stuck, but she sees an arm coming out. She's been armed. Because you can know it's Ben's arm because of his, his, his bracelet. bracelets. Yeah, He's reaching for her. Yeah. I Right away, I knew that. It, I knew right away. Well, she grabs the arm and pulls up, and it's Victor in the boat, has torn Ben's arm off, and he's grabbing... Um, He's roaring in Mary Beth's face. And she's screaming and she's in his screaming face. she's screaming in his face. <laughs> and we cut to black and roll credits. Roll credits. End of movie. Like, Jody, when we saw like Jody's like, what? Yeah. I was like, Jody, I mean, like, it's continuous. So when we watch Hatchet 2, that's where it starts. That's the beauty of this mo- these movies is if you watch from the opening credits of this one and you skip the closing credits, like, you, where that scene cuts off, apparently Hatchet 2 picks up. Right away, it is, and it's one continuous. Same same when Hatchet Two ends. That's where Hatchet Three is going to start. Very interesting. So the whole series of movies takes place over a couple of days. Yeah, two or three days. Um, Very interesting. Keep in mind, this entire movie is at night, and it is one of those things again where uh, should it's supposed to be hard to see our characters. Are it's very dark, but we as the audience can see just fine because there's several scenes you're like, where's the light coming from? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get a flashlight, yeah. Uh, but for them, obviously, it's very dark. It would be very fucking. You're right, because that. I mean, they are in the, the no civilization. There's no moon. Well, I mean, there is a moon, but there's also a thunderstorm. But so. yeah, and, but there's also like <laughs> New Orleans is obviously like pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not far out of town. I, I mean, but then when they saw the lights of New Orleans, that was like that looked like a small town. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited. This is Adam Green's uh, trilogy, his yeah. love letter to 80s uh, slasher porn. Um, the second movie, it is called Adam Green's Hatchet 2, which I'm sure he's stoked on. Yeah. He kind of went on to do Frozen, which uh, was a big, not the Frozen with... Uh, not the Disney movie? No, there's a 2010 Let Frozen. it go. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Green <laughs> did Frozen. <laughs> he steps out of his... <laughs> His comfort I swear zone. On Buka. I, uh, I, I'm not. I. Buka is Nick's dog. Yeah, passed away yeah. years ago. And uh, whenever uh, Nick is serious about something, he swears on Buka. Yes. Or I swear on science. That yeah. when I when I read that, I was like, <laughs> so I had Frozen. To <laughs> Are you kidding me? You did Elsa and Anna and all that. <laughs> Olaf. I want to the... see an Adam Green Frozen remake. Uh, no, it's yeah. not. It's actually uh, he. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the girl who plays. 
uh, baby Mary. Victor Crowley. Oh, okay. Um, she is a star in the Frozen, uh, one of his movies that he did. Sure. Uh, we don't get the next Mary Beth. Uh, new actress takes new over. New actress from Mary takes Beth. over from Halloween. Uh, okay. The the newer ones, uh, obviously, and uh, so I don't know like what happened there. There is a true story that one of the guys walked off the cruise set because he said it was just morally. Like I hear the second one is like pretty fucking bad. Like not bad. Like like super bloody. Like, like super like, like crosses cool. lines. Like sex and blood and like a lot of blood. They kill a lot of kids. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't kill any goats or dogs or kitties or anything, man. Just, or ferrets. Like, don't kill kill kids, dude. Don't kill poor innocent animals. Don't kill poor innocent animals. Yeah, kill, kids. kill poor innocent children. Hey, I know we're going to get into a kill combo. Let's just go ahead yeah. and say it now. Next week, guess Hatchet what we're doing? Hatchet 2. We're yeah. going to be doing Hatchet 3 after that. We're doing a series. Yeah. Uh, first time here at Slash U, Andy... Uh, Professor Professor Andy, uh, rightfully and smartfully, smartfully a word? It is now. Smartfully. Yeah. Uh, call it our AP classes. Advanced placement Advanced placement. <laughs> you have to be a true slasher fan to get in this with us. Um, I just really dug this one. I don't know why, but I was like, this is amazing. The and kills amazed me. Sorry. If, if we're going to do, we should definitely do two and three, and then maybe maybe Victor Crowley. We're going to do it. Eventually. But... Um, uh, I just, I, and I said to Nick, like, should we do, like, Slash U Advanced Placement and watch all three of them? And he's like, I love it. Yeah, so it's fucking great. Here we are. This is going to be good. So I hope that you uh, please They're all us. on Tubi. Yeah, Tubi. As of today, anyway. I mean, I don't <laughs> see why they would <laughs> Who knows? But, I mean, they're off. all three on there. All of a sudden, the Tubi's Victor like, we got to remove them. This podcast started talking about them. <laughs> we yeah. got to take them out. <laughs> Anybody at Tubi that was listening to us, please sponsor us. Yeah. Use code Slash U to, uh, use code Victor Crowley Small Penis to receive free movies from Tubi? Like, I don't understand. They're already, they're um, already I know free. we got to do a kill count, so yeah. do you want to take a break? We don't really have to. No, let's just get into it. All right, so the kill count. Kill count! Well, the start of the yeah. movie, we had our friend, our actor who plays Freddy Krueger, of course, Samson. He dies first, uh, followed by his son, Ainsley. That's Mary Beth's father and brother. Then we had uh, our Minnesota couple, Jim. Uh, who Don't you know? Jim was hacked in half. The only kill the from hatchet. a hatchet. Yep. Uh, and followed by his wife, Shannon, whose head was torn in half. That's Nick's dick sh- that shot. Was kill the week. <laughs> that was That one was so bad. Dude, it was so... Her tongue keeps waving around uh, after so... he rips the top of her head off. Anyway, so that's Shannon. Then Doug, Doug Shapiro, uh, had his head twisted off. Nick's honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um, followed by Sean, who first had his leg, you know, sweep sweep the leg, cut off with sweep a shovel. Sweep the shovel, leg, Shawnee! And then uh, decapitated by the shovel. Followed by Jenna, who just before that had her lower jaw removed with a belt sander. And then... Look at those chill bumps. Yeah, and then Victor picked her up and skewered her on the shovel that was stabbed into the ground. Jenna was my dick shot kill of the week. Dick shot kill the week! Then we had uh, Misty, who, you know, we didn't actually see her she die. She got tore up. But she got tore up. She her, got tore up from the floor up. Her head, her head went flying at Ben, followed by her torso with no arms. So he, like, ripped off her arms well, that's a, that's and his, her that's legs. A, that's his thing. Ripped off her arms and her yeah. legs and threw her torso. Anyway, gross. Uh, Don't follow- hang on Victor Crowley. He'll rip you off. Well, that Giggity. Was, that was big. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Man. Followed by Marcus. Uh, or the who just didn't want to go along with all this. He wanted to watch boobs and I, drink beers. That broke my heart, dude. He had his arms ripped off, and then his body was splattered against the tombstone. <laughs> oh. uh, followed by your, Ben. Your honorable mention. That's yeah. Marcus is my honorable honorable mention. Then we assume Ben's dead. 
right? Yes. Because at the end of the movie, Ben's you, in the boat and his yeah, arm's ripped off. I mean, you're not going to get away. Like, Victor Crowley, like, even though you still could get away with, a, like, a severed arm, but Victor Crowley's going to be like, oh, you, you just stay right there. Yeah, right. Like, I no. mean, he's, yeah, he's definitely So, dead. that's 10. Because at the the movie closes with Victor holding Mary Beth, screaming at her, and she's screaming, and he's roaring at her, and you're that's not, where the movie cuts yeah. off. We I assume she's gonna live because she's oh, in the she, next yeah, one. Yeah, she definitely lives. But that's ten. Victor Crowley's dad, eleven. Well, he died of a broken heart. Do we want to count that? No. Okay. Yeah. No. He's not really killed ten. by the slasher. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> you wanted Victor Crowley's dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. He was just sad that his son, he, he hatcheted his son in the face. Hatcheted. He's hatcheted his son. Oh, hey, man. I'm really stoked on this series, Andy. I do want to give you mad props for uh, bringing that AP uh, idea up. I'm so excited about this because I see that, that there's room probably for more of that shit, like as we probably yeah. get in a series. Well, maybe uh, we'll there... do, like, when I say AP, maybe we'll dive a little more into, like, background and other, you know, facts about the movie, fun facts, things like that, if you want. I haven't done fake fact news in a while. I haven't no, done. Haven't. I haven't found a cool van. Like I sometimes feel like I'm missing my roots. Like, am I still the same Nick that you met when we first started this, or have I changed a little bit? We've both changed, man. This podcast has evolved. Hopefully, gotten better. Uh, I uh, hope. Who yeah. knows? Um, so I want to shout out, uh, of course, Macabre Daily. Uh, yeah. Find them on Instagram at. Uh, I always want to say Macabre, but it's Macabre. Macabre. Macrob. Macrob. Yep, Macrib. that's it. Macrob. No, com. Uh, yeah. Find them on Instagram. Uh, I just did another my second piece for a series that I wrote about how Hubie Halloween uh, helped shape the QAnon political movement. Right, there's part one and part two. Yeah, I'm really... Two. Part two, I was really excited. I, I was excited about part one, part two. I gotta read it. I... I wrote with a heart on the whole, nice. the whole piece. It's about like probably a 1500 words, huge erection the well, whole time I wrote it. We link, <laughs> we link to their site from our um, news and events page on our site, slash you podcast.com. Yes. Uh, um, follow so. us at slash you underscore podcast on the old Instagram. Um, love all the horror community. You guys yes. are awesome. Yeah. And, thank uh, you. And uh, please go uh, follow and say hi to people uh, yeah. on our page and like us, follow us, tell a friend, subscribe. I, I know you're, yeah. we Review. have to say that shit. Yeah. We have to say that shit, but please. Yeah. Someone left us a one star. Well, cowards. Uh, <laughs> catch it too next week. Until then, class dismissed. I bet it's a true crime podcast. Probably. Fucking assholes. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>